0: Good morning. This is Brooke Howard with The Daily Beast. It's Wednesday, June 10th, and these are the top six stories the Cheat Sheet team is watching right now. Top officials on President Trump's coronavirus task force told governors on Monday that they were worried about a spike in infections due to the mass protests against racial injustice taking place across the country. Speaking on a conference call, a recording of which The Daily Beast obtained, Dr. Deborah Burks, who is Trump's coronavirus response coordinator, relayed fears that the yelling by protesters could potentially negate the health benefits of wearing a mask and that the destruction of testing sites during demonstrations would set back efforts to contain the virus's spread. Burks said that 70 of those sites had been destroyed, which had already resulted in a dip in testing rates. She advised governors to, quote, scramble now to make sure there's testing available in urban areas. The fears of Burks that real-world events could exacerbate the COVID-19 outbreak underscore the deep concerns that health officials still harbor about a possible second wave of the pandemic, even as a growing portion of the country, including the president himself, seems inclined to move on. Vice President Mike Pence, who hosted the call, bluntly conceded, that protest related infection spikes were quote, an issue our team is following and there is a concern. Doomsday author, Chad Daybell, will appear in court Wednesday to face a charge of destroying or hiding evidence after authorities investigating the disappearance of his stepchildren found human remains at his Idaho home. The gruesome discovery is the latest development in a bizarre missing persons case that has taken shocking turn after turn over the last six months. Authorities said the search warrants executed on Tuesday morning are related to the disappearance of the children of Daybell's second wife, Lori Vallow, who is in jail on child desertion and other charges. The warrants are sealed, so it's not clear what evidence police had developed that caused them to bring excavating machines and a K-9 unit to Daybell's property. Aerial photos show authorities dug up a patch of land and erected a tent, suggesting they had information about where the remains might be found. More details are expected to be released at Daybell's hearing on Wednesday. Now this is working for the people. A crowd of Black Lives Matter protesters flooded into Seattle City Hall late Tuesday after being led in by City Council Member Kashama Sawant. Videos from the scene show dozens, if not hundreds, of demonstrators occupying the building after reportedly being allowed in by someone. The council member has sided with protesters during the unrest in the city and has heavily criticized the police response. Many of the demonstrators chanted calls for Mayor Jenny Durkin's resignation and held signs reading: quote, Durkin must go. A lawsuit filed against city authorities in federal court earlier Tuesday. Singles Durkin out for authorizing aggressive police actions during recent protests, including the use of tear gas and other chemical irritants. Let me get this straight. Donald Trump Jr.'s hunting trip to Mongolia last year reportedly cost taxpayers at least $75,000, far more than the government initially disclosed. In August of 2019, The president's son flew to the nation in Central Asia to hunt endangered Argali sheep, which are the largest in the world. The massive bill included Secret Service protection, travel, and agents' accommodations with the Ritzi Mamar International Camping Service. The Secret Service originally said the trip cost roughly $17,000, but that did not encompass the whole trip as it did not include Don Jr.'s stop in the Mongolian capital to meet with the Mongolian president. Finally, officials are listening to cries of alleged voter suppression. Long waits and problems with voting machines during Georgia's primary elections Tuesday have prompted local authorities to open an investigation into what happened. Before votes were even counted, Secretary of State Brad Raffensperger confirmed that he would launch a probe aimed at preventing the same problems from arising in November's presidential election. In at least one county, officials reportedly ran out of paper ballots after all of their voting machines failed. The state had twice postponed the elections due to the spread of the coronavirus and social distancing measures at polling places decreased capacity statewide. Voters in Atlanta told NPR that they waited three hours to vote, while others told reporters they stood outside their polling places for five. It's the end of an era, albeit a lengthy, unnecessary, typically discriminatory era. The Paramount Network has canceled production of its popular series Cops as protests against police brutality continue around the world. The decision follows the announcement by the network's parent company, Viacom CBS that it would not air the show's episodes on any of its channels. Cobb's 33rd season was set to premiere earlier this week, but no episode played on Paramount. Meanwhile, cable channel A&E pulled last week's episodes of Live PD, which plays arrests and police work in real time and rakes in the most views of any show for the network. However, Andy did not disclose any plans to outright cancel the program. That's all for this morning. Check back every weekday morning and afternoon for more of the news you need to know. Find us on your smart speaker or wherever you listen to podcasts. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands.